This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. <laughs> Whoa, baby. It's like the day after tomorrow outside, so this is absolutely appropriate. You need this. You need it right now. Oh, man. It was, I'm not going to lie, when I was walking into the studios today to tape this bad boy up, I had to do that thing where you, like, hold on to your hat and, like, kind of lean forward yeah, to kind of push through the wind. I was wearing a hoodie, and I had to, like, hold my strings of my hoodie to make sure my hood didn't, like, blow back. It, it, it's like in a Day After Tomorrow type movie where I'm trying to will my way indoors before I get blown away or, or yeah. suffer frostbite. I'm not going to lie. Hand up here. I was audibly yelling. That's how bad it was. I was going, are you kidding me? Like, As on. I was like pushing through the Smite wind. me, almighty <laughs> smiter. Hey, Spruce Almighty. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, week 16 underway in the NFL with the Jags and the Jets in a game that really meant everything for both sides. I think the winner was going to have a pretty decent shot at making the playoffs. And now. I think the loser... Is really starting to have things get a little yeah, tight perhaps. as far as regardless of who regardless won and of lost, how it turned yeah. out. And it just so happened that the road team went up to a pretty cold New York and said, "The Jacksonville Jaguars Are have arrived." Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is a dude. I mean, didn't have the best game of his career, but he won. Won and the that's game. That's what the elite yeah, quarterbacks right. do. And how about you know the he had Jets? More to- how about this? He had more total yards than, than the, the Jets. Jets yeah. Well, so Zach Wilson needs to get the hell out of New York. Right, I think he's done. For starters, you think he's done? I think, I think he's, so. done. he's done in New York. He's benched twice. This time for a man that I have never heard of. Never. No, he's done in New York. I don't know if he'll get a job elsewhere. But it's kind of funny because Robert Sala earlier this week, I saw he was saying, you know, what we always say is that the NFL has such a short-term memory. Right? They just want, the, they just want the guy, and if the guy loses three in a row, move on to the next one. Right? It's just, it's really yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, he called the instant coffee league. Yeah. Right. 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 And. But I like that. And in then a head he goes coach. and benches it for the second time this season. I kind of like that in a head coach, though, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for you know, sure. I know he's lying to the media, but yeah. he's given his guy every single opportunity. Every and and trust me, yeah. Solid did Solid pick? I don't think he picked Zach Wilson. I don't think. No, that I don't think draft. so. I think it was Adam Gase, right? So he's looking at him, and there's a lot from ownership. Probably like you got to give our number two overall pick every chance that you possibly can. Mm-hmm. But I think it's dead and gone. Chris Streveler. Not only yeah, came in and no, ran yeah. for 54 yards on nine carries, by far the most rushing yards a Jet had that game. Ty Johnson was second with seven total yards. But he also completed more passes on less attempts than Zach Wilson did mm-hmm. for two less yards than mm-hmm. Zach Wilson had, and he didn't throw an interception like Zach Wilson did. Oh, and he didn't get sacked once, where Zach Wilson got sacked three times. Oh, and he ran for 54 yards. Uh, did I mention that? I mentioned that. I mean, I just think, yeah. Like, if that quarter- guy's coming in and playing better than right, you, right. you're a bum. Yeah, you're, you're There's a, no other way to slice I it. Think, I mean, there is, because you use the word bum. I think the more appropriate word here to use is bust. He's a bum and he's, a bust. He's, he's a both. Bu- he's both. Now, the other dude. Trevor. Was starting to look not like a bust, but maybe like an Andy Dalton, right? Maybe just like a around Kurt, and just could a do well. guy who's going to be him like, there. Give him like an AJ Green; he can really do a lot for yeah, you. Yeah, maybe the Jags make the playoffs every once in a while, but then when you get there, you lose in the first round every time because every he's just time, that yeah. dude. 
now he looks like the Herberts, the Mahomeses, yeah. the Allens. He's, he's going to get really, into that echelon. Doing a really good job of spreading the ball around. Like, who was it? Zay Jones had three touchdowns last week. Oh, but all of a sudden, the Jags have become fantasy hell because Lawrence is like, I'm going to give you Ingram right. this week. I'm going to give you Jones this week. Kirk's going to get Etienne this week. And is going to get a lot of rushes. Which is terrible for fantasy football, but really well, good for a team. Let me tell you this, Tom. Unless not if you, okay. you have multiple of them Jag, like Jag. I do. Like, I had Etienne and, and Ingram. Or if you have the chef cooking it all, Trevor Lawrence. Well, again, I think you also have. I, no, I played, uh, against played him, against him. Played against him, and like I said, he didn't have his best game. But how about this, Tom? Are you almost more encouraged by this though? If you're a Jags fan, didn't play his best game, but still so, went on the road against the great defense and did what he needed to do. Okay, so thank you. We've arrived at the point I was. I've been trying to make. Got. Got a win against this Jets defense, right? Great defense. Outplayed Great that defense. Jets defense. What the final score was something like nineteen nine, to three. So it had six different scoring drives, right? Is that what it is? Yep. He only got into the end zone or once. Five. He only got into the end zone once, but I mean, he had them up thirteen to three at halftime. He just kept putting points on the board to make it a two-score game, and then eventually make it a three, close to a three, three-score game, like it. It's really five. impressive to see him grow in mm-hmm. this season and get better down the stretch. Five different scoring drives. And that the touchdown drive that they had, Tom, I think it was like 13 plays, 95 yards. Yeah, it was. he's a good quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think he's bordering on great already. I don't know. Uh, pump the brakes on, on the great. Potential. On great. The, the potential. The potential, but great, I mean. This is what you expected him to look like out of Clemson. To and be able to maybe not air it out. For 300 yards and a ton of touchdowns, but when which you're, he's doing by the way, though I know, but I'm saying against a good defense, but you can still grind out a win against a really good defense. Yeah, sometimes you don't need to win with talent; you need to win with guile, and that's what Trevor Lawrence. And you did know what? Even though Zach Wilson deserves a lot of blame, right? How credit, I guess, if you want to, a little bit to the Jags' defense for not making this. A game. Well, they stopped the run until Strevler came in, but that was too little, too late, pretty much. But that's pretty much all the Jets can do, right? Is run the football. They took that to task. And mm-hmm. the Jags has talent. The Jags have been picking in the top ten forever. So like, yeah, right. there's not just talent a lot on the of, offensive yeah, side right. of the ball. That defense has a lot of young a lot talent of young on that talent, defensive yeah. line too. And let me tell you this right now: if you're the Ravens, if you're the Dolphins, if you're the Chargers, those teams jockeying for those wild card positioning, where's the? Who would you rather have as the five seed right now? Would you rather go to Tennessee? to play a broken Titans team that can really only beat you with Derrick Henry, and he's not even been his usual self. And Tannehill might not even play the remainder of the season, so you might be playing Malik Willis. Would you rather go to Jacksonville, where it's tricky to play anyway, and now they have a quarterback, and now they have an offense that kind of scares you a little bit? I think Jacksonville's going to end up winning the AFC South. I think so, too. And I think that's bad news. I don't think that the top wild card is going to eventually lose to them. But I think that's bad news for the top wild card. I think they're getting a better team now all of a sudden in that four seed. The top, what, isn't it going to be Baltimore? That's who it is right now, but I, I feel like the you Chargers feel like it might, could be like might grab Chargers them. Chargers or maybe down. the Dolphins? Whoever it yeah. is, though. It's it's. I would rather play the Titans than the Jags right now. Do you I mean, agree? They're, Do you agree they're, with they're that? On, they're, on di- they're on completely different slopes. The Jags have are on fire. Are on fire, and the Titans have lost four in a row. 
Yeah, and who do the, the Titans have? The, they both have the Texans still on their schedule. Right. Titans yeah, this the Titans week. playing this week. Now the Jags get to prepare for the Texans But the next great week. thing is, Tom, week 18. I know. That's where I'm getting Titans with this. Titans add Jags. But also on top of that, Jacob, the ja- the Titans have to play the Cowboys. And that's I know not the, an easy I know win. the Jags yeah. just beat the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys will beat the Titans. Tells you a little insight on where I think the state mm-hmm. of the Jags and the Titans are, honestly. And I think the Jags are going to be really sitting pretty on that Week 18 game where they don't even need to win it to even the record and get the tiebreaker. They'll be ahead of the Titans anyway record-wise. So I'm all aboard the Jags train, man. I think I am too, right? I think they get to 9-8. and eight. i got to be honest with you. So, I think they went out. I mean, the, the te- sorry, the Titans should beat the Texans this week, right? They should. So, and then the Jags should beat the Texans next week. Right. Right. I think it's going to come down to Week 18. So you do well. I think yeah, because even if the Titans lose because, to the Cowboys, I think it still matters who wins that Week 18 game to get the division. Because I think the Titans can steal a tiebreaker back. Because right now the 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 Jags are what seven and eight. Yep. So the Titans are seven and seven. So Titans lose or Titans beat the Texans now. They're eight and, they're eight and seven. Next week they lose to Dallas. They're both eight, they're eight, and, eight, eight and eight. And then the and then the Jags should beat the Texans. So they're both eight and eight. And even though I, I just don't know how the tiebreaker would work because. Well, well, if they're well, both eight and eight, this? it doesn't matter. The no. winner just has a better record. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a great or, point. Or, but the Jags, by winning the earlier game, if the game ends in a tie, then the Jags I guess have so, a little yeah. over them. That's but, what I was going to say. And no, also, I think you're right. Though. I think it's going to be eight and eight versus eight and eight, winner take all. But I think, I think that, I mean, the 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 Jaguars are kind of in this advantageous position. They are because even if the Titans beat the Cowboys, all the Jags have to do is win out. And they get or if they lose to the Cowboys and somehow the the Jags lose, lose to, to the, the Texans, Texans, they still have a chance to just beat yeah. the Titans and get in. The so playoffs. I'm going with the Jaguars. I think. I, I think, think it's lining the Jags up. Too, I man. think it's lining up because I think also is that game in Jacksonville? The Titans one. Yes, it is. Yeah, they played in Tennessee and beat them there. So, so there, I, I, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Jags to win that division. But it's not just about the schedule setting up for them. They're playing better. Right. They're a better football team. They right have now. won four of their last five, five of their last seven. I mean, they're not being the best teams, but they've beaten some good teams on the way. Hey. The Ravens. Uh, I mean, they beat the Titans. They beat the Cowboys. They beat a really good Jets defense. Yeah, I would actually argue they are beating some pretty good teams along the way. Yeah, but the Titans, maybe. The Ravens, eh. The Raiders, nah. Where they but, were coming from, though? Oh, absolutely. All the teams you beat are good teams. I'm, I'm, in on the, I'm in on the Jags. I think I am, too. We're all jagging off, I think, right now. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's take a look at the Saturday slate. As you all know, since Christmas falls on a Sunday this year, the NFL moved most of its slate to Saturday afternoon. Tough to pick a puke bowl today, honestly. I kind of think it's the Titans and the Texans, but like that has too many stakes involved with it with the Titans end of the equation. So I don't know if you can really call it that one. Mm. Is it Brown Saints? Is it Brown Saints? There's um, intrigue there though with the Browns. Is there because I think Six they're out of still it. Still technically yeah, alive. I think they're out of it. I might. You know um, what? I'll go with the toilet bowl game. I, wait, I got it. It's a Sunday night game, isn't it? Oh, you. Oh, the Sunday night game. Okay. Whew. I was going to say, you can say the Saturday. No, 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 no. Bucks at Cardinals. I mean, maybe you could say there's intrigue there because of the Bucks nope. getting into the playoffs. Is You're it close. the game before? You're close. The game right before. You were sniffing around it. The game right before. It's the Broncos and the Rams. Denver on at Sunday LA. Afternoon. Yeah. Why is that our Christmas Day game? 
because it was supposed to be 10 and 4 Denver versus 10 and 4 LA when mm-hmm. the schedule came out. And probably they're looking at that Sunday night game too thinking Tom Brady Eight against and six Kyler versus 10 and 4. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kyler these Murray records. playing for that last wild card spot maybe. All right, great. I'm glad we established that. The pupil being the Broncos and the Rams. I was going to go on Saturday. I was going to maybe say go Little crazy and go Bills and Bears just because the Bills are going to take a sledgehammer to the Bear Bears face. I, I no, think. I do think I think the top three are Denver at Rams, Bucks, Bucks at Cardinals. Cardinals, and then I do think Saints at Browns is not that attractive. No. Game. Packers Dolphins on Christmas Day is the only one that interests me because the Packers aren't dead yet. No, they're not, not even a little bit. And in fact, Jacob, it's funny. If the Packers win this game, and then the Packers win against the Vikings the next week. That could sh- whoa. That could set up. We'll cut that. Okay. <laughs> that would set up a very interesting matchup between the Lions, who would have seven losses. Packers would have eight losses. Could that potentially be winner gets the seven seed at nine and eight? Yeah, between the Packers and Lions at the end of the season. And let me put you. And this then that's probably the Sunday night game. And let me ask maybe. you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Sure. Do you think the Packers can go into Miami and beat the Dolphins? Maybe. I think it's possible. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not terrible. Yeah. I think people are ready to like completely I pull mean, the rug out from under him. And he's it's not clearly the case. found his guy in Christian Watson. And the Dolphins aren't a great defense. No, they're not. And it's you just, know what? It's going to be 80 degrees and feeling sunny. Rodgers okay, is going to be okay, cooking a wait, little bit. Wait, 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 wait. That, I think, I know where you're going with, but I think it could have the reverse effect where Rodgers is always like, you know, we play all these playoff games on the road in sunny California or in Dallas in their domes. You know, come try to play in Green Bay one time and see how you do then in January. And then he still loses. He still loses. So I don't know if playing in sunny Miami is really going to have that big of a positive effect for Rodgers. Well, I just meant as far as throwing the football. I it's guess. It's not going to be that hindered by wins. But I or... think Miami's desperate for a win. I think They've Miami, lost does. I think Miami does end up winning that game. They've yeah. lost three in a row. They And... and they weren't bad against the Bills. They they had the potential. They only lost that game by three points. No, I I lean towards Miami as well in that football game. But Miami, I, I, I think, has to win out in order to lock down a playoff spot. I just no, I think they can lose one more time. I think ten. Is, I'm just saying, seven's good for their sake. I think they want to say to themselves if they don't want to sweat. Have, yeah, right. It's not easy though. Like it's not an easy no, opponent to, especially with them. You know they're doing the same thing that we are. I know players sometimes will be like, "Oh, we don't like pay attention to the standings. You win and it takes care of itself." You don't think they're looking at the Lions' record and their record and saying, "You know what? If we win these next two games, no matter what the Lions do, we have a chance to beat them at the end of the year and finish with the same record and maybe get into the playoffs as that seven seed." So you're getting a Packers team that not only is maybe starting to find themselves a little bit. Not only does it have some talent, but now there's a spark, right? Now you've won some. Oh, for sure. Now there's, there's something spark, to play yeah. for down the stretch if you're if you're Green Bay. Uh, taking a look at some of the team, the rest of the AFC North division, we talked a little bit of the Browns and the Saints. That game's kind of irrelevant. You know, Steelers and Browns are just jockeying for third and fourth place at this point. The Bengals are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. I think they're they have the second longest win streak behind only the behind the Niners, yeah. They're ten and four. They go to New England to play a seven and seven Patriots team. Who's every I mean, we talk about desperate teams for a win, especially after last week the way they lost to the Raiders. 
I don't know why this line is minus three. The Bengals giving three points to the Patriots. You're saying it should be much higher? Yes. I think this could be ten points, to be quite honest I think Vegas likes to give a lot of credit to Belichick. Exactly. I think that's exactly right. I think it's funny. I think we saw this happen back-to-back weeks with the Bengals where you can take advantage of Vegas a little bit. Too much credit given to Tom Brady last week with the Bengals only being Mm -hmm. a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Tampa Bay. And I know if you put money down on that, you were sweating at the beginning, but Joe Burrow mm-hmm. put it to bed and then some. They won by 11 points when it was all said and done. And I think this week you're seeing them give the coach from that dynasty a little bit too much credit. They're saying, oh, what a bad loss. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They need to win desperately. They're at home. It's going to be 16 degrees. I'm going to take the Patriots only plus three in this game instead of where I think they should be, which is a double-digit underdog. So I think the Bengals continue to roll in New England, and that sets up for that big, Big Monday night showdown in Week 17 against the Buffalo Bills in Cincinnati. That's next week. That's yeah. next yeah, week. Yeah, and yeah. I think the Bengals take care of business this week before that game. They don't strike me as a look-ahead team. Joe Burrow doesn't strike me as no. a look-ahead quarterback, does he? Well, I don't know how you can. You're playing Bill Belichick this week on the road. And 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 it's late December. So yeah. every game it's matters. winning time no yeah. matter who you're playing at this point. So I, I think the Bengals comfortably win that game, to be honest with you. I, I know there's the mystique of Belichick, and the defense is pretty good in New England, but that dude is the one. I, you can argue he's the best quarterback in football this year. So I I don't see him having much trouble up there in Fox. You definitely could make that argument. Ravens host the Falcons. It's going to be Tyler Huntley again for a third straight game as Lamar that Jackson's out. That game may last two hours. <laughs> They're just going to run, it's run, 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 and run, and run, 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 and run, and run, and run, and run. Even though, did you see that the Ravens just picked up Sammy Watkins off of waivers? Uh, the Packers I actually dropped did. him. I actually did think I saw that because yeah. Duvernay, I think, is hurt, and they need. I mean, they need a receiver, not just. More they just need a couple. They need one guy that can catch the ball. Yeah, for sure. Aside from Mark Andrews, uh, Desmond Ritter took over for the quarterbacking duties last week for the Falcons. He did okay. He didn't turn the ball over. Didn't really flash at all, though. But it'd be interesting to see him play a little bit. See if they have something in Ritter. At least that gives you some intrigue if you're a Falcons fan. But uh, with them being five and nine and the Bucks being six and eight, I know there's still somewhat of a hope for them, but I think the Bucks are going to start to wrap up that division. I think the Saints beating the Falcons last week and the Panthers falling to the Steelers last week, mm. even though the Bucks lost to the Bengals, in a way, you know, nothing changed. Yeah, right. But I think that helped the Buccaneers a lot. Those sure. two teams losing and losing some of their momentum was huge. Uh, I mean, Baltimore's so, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Baltimore wins this game. I think they get a desperately needed win, and I think it's going to be bad. I think Falcons cover that six-and-a-half-point spread, but I think the Ravens, as they do against bad teams this year, just win it by like a point in the mm-hmm. end or something like that. Yeah, usually, and we've talked about the Ravens. We've given the Ravens a lot of respect for when they play bad teams. In the past, they've just been able to blow them out. But the Ravens this year have really – I mean, I know they, they're 9-5, and five, but – they really have struggled to get to that point, right? It kind of started when um, they played the Panthers, right? You would have that was the game where everyone was saying, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna," because sh- Lamar was still healthy at that point. Right. They're gonna blow out the Panthers. They win that game thirteen to three. Then they lose to the Jaguars on the road. Then they barely beat the Broncos ten to nine, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they beat the Steelers. They struggled to beat the Steelers. And then last week, this this may have been the most shocking loss of all. Because now that the Jaguars are good, you really can't say, oh, well, how could you lose to the Jags? They lose to the Browns 13-3. to 
Yeah, that was a bad. That was the that one was that a really bad was loss. a stinker yeah. there because they couldn't. They, you you can win a thirteen to three game by running the ball down a mm-hmm. team's throat. They so just couldn't do it. I think the Ravens win this game, but I kind of agree with you. I think the, the Falcons could easily cover. Yeah, I think they will too. But Ravens again getting to ten wins, getting a much needed win, getting to ten and five. They're and they're going to be one of the wild cards. I think that puts them in a good position to kind of lock in that. Yeah, I think ten wins gets you there. They could lose out and probably get it at that point. Lock in that that playoff spot and maybe lock in the number one wild card spot. Potentially. Who do the Chargers have this week? Colts on Monday Night Football in Indy. Colts coming off of a bye. I, I still think the Chargers are playing well. Colts coming off a of bye and they're playing Nick Foles at quarterback. They're playing Nick Foles at quarterback. Jeff Saturday's benching that right. Wait, the Colts aren't coming off of a bye. They just have an extra long week because they played on a Saturday oh, okay. and now they're playing on a Monday. So uh, a little extra time to prepare for him. But what do you what do you think yeah. of that? What? The, Nick Foles. Yeah, I mean, I think it's about time, right? I don't know why they didn't what, who, go they to him with when, they, right? when they benched Matt Ryan oh the first time. God. I don't know why they didn't go to Nick Foles. I feel kind of bad for Nick Foles, to be honest with you. And the, then quarterback, course, the quarterbacks in the AFC South are crazy because now the Colts are going with Nick Foles. Uh, did you see Tannehill is out for the year? Is that a fact? I didn't know I if that was so. confirmed. I thought there was a chance that they – I think I thought they were holding – hope that he was going to be back for the playoffs if they make if they make the playoffs well i just saw this the titans injury report from yesterday Tannehill was already ruled out for this week yeah oh he's not playing this week yeah i I think the tide is turning in the direction that he's done for the year but i think they're doing the thing where they hold out a little bit yeah it's saying likely out they're not they're not on the ir right now but Here's the thing. Guessing. They only, I, in my mind, what's the point? Well, in my mind, they only have three games left because I don't think they're winning that division. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the, the playoffs. Like, I don't see Ryan Tannehill putting the team on his back and saying, "Hey, we got to take care of business in Texas. Maybe we can, maybe we can afford a loss to the Cowboys, but then I'm gonna make sure we win that game in Jacksonville." I don't see him doing that. Taking a look at the games featuring teams with winning records, the Vikings play host to the Giants. I don't know that the Vikings win this game. I don't know, but did the Giants get some swagger back by finally getting a win? I don't think so because I don't think they deserve that win. Mm, You deserve a win in the NFL if you get the win. I'll push you back. I don't know because back-to-back plays really crappy penalties. Did they pay stripes? I mean, sometimes stripes is a bad game in your favor, right? Yeah. I just the Vikings are so weird, man. Like yeah, they, that's the thing is that I don't have confidence in either of these two teams. They looked like so the, I don't know where to go. The first half of the Colts game, they were the biggest frauds in the history of the NFL. The second mm-hmm. half of the Colts game, they were the best team in 2022. You could not stop the Vikings in that second half. So I, I don't know how to make heads or tails of this team. Uh, four points seems about right to me, on it, to be honest with you, because I'm torn both ways on that one. I could see the Giants keeping it close. I could see the Vikings pulling away late. Maybe the Vikings of 2022 under Kevin O'Connell just do what they do play a close game against the Giants, and maybe are losing for a majority of the game, and then they improve to 12-3. and three. Yeah. I, again, I don't have faith in either of these teams. It's so, 1 o'clock Kirk Cousins. So so you may have, because it's not an 8 o'clock game, you may say go with the Vikings here. Pro Bowl quarterback Kirk Cousins to you too. He's the third. Okay, so sorry. AFC Pro Bowl quarterbacks were hilarious because it was Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Oh. Then the NFC was? Was it Kirk Cousins? Hurts. Who? Geno Smith? Geno Kirk. <laughs> no love for Jared Goff? I mean, come on. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys. Who else would it have been, though? Like, no Dak. Goff's fourth. Goff's fourth right now. Dak didn't make it? I think he's an alternate, too. Goff's been better than Dak. Remember, Dak missed a good bit of the year, too. That didn't hurt TJ no Watt, though. Hey. Yeah, right. I mean, 
No, Rodgers is kind of weird. He stinks this year. I get compared it. Compared to what he usually is. I mean, okay, but if TJ Watt can make it missing half the games, don't you think that by name recognition, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady could have made it? I'll give you one. I'll, I'll throw in one there. Jimmy G? No. Nope. Oh. Well, yes. But he's hurt, and he's not going to be able to play. Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it in a different way. He could break Lamar Jackson's rushing record right. as a quarterback. If he plays. If he if he plays, yes. Uh, and I guess you could say Kyler, but Kyler's having a bad season, but usually he's there. And he's done. Eagles-Cowboys, yeah. uh, 425, the teams with the best records. Two teams with double-digit wins playing each other for the first time all season. 13-1 and Eagles versus the 10-4 and Cowboys. Dallas is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I think uh, I, Gardner Minshew is going to play in this game. Jalen Hurts has been ruled out by the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So I think the Cowboys win this game. But, dude, don't you kind of think that the Eagles keep it close even with Gardner Minshew in there? Like, the Eagles are a team that has a roster. They're kind of Niners-ish, right, where they can win games against teams even if their best player at quarterback is out. Now, Jimmy G wasn't the MVP of the league. Jalen Hurts is right now, so you are moving a pretty key component of the equation. Mm-hmm. But Gardner Minshew's not a terrible back. No, guy. he's a quarterback, yeah. and he's and he's got he's, weapons, to right? Use. And I saw this somewhere too, Tom. The entire Eagles offensive line and defensive line made it to the Pro Bowl, either as starters or alternates. Jesus, how are they thirteen and one? So <laughs> you're telling me you're going to take away the quarterback, and this team is just going to automatically lose? I ain't buying that. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's out of the question that Dallas can win this game. I think they, they can, but I'm not just going to roll over and think that, oh, it's going to be all Dallas all day just because Jalen Hurts isn't playing. Me neither, man. I, like I said, Niners-esque. Just because you're missing the quarterback doesn't mean that this team isn't capable of beating anybody. I know you have beef with Miles Sanders. Ugh, don't even get me started. But I mean, he's a great running back. This kind of lines five. up for a big day for Miles Sanders, doesn't it not? <sighs> I'm not taking him. He'll never <laughs> convince me to take him in DK because it'll kill him. But you're right, I'm not going to take him. He's going to have 140 yards in the ground. Mm-hmm. He's the fifth leading rusher in the NFL. Every time I pick him, he never does anything. <laughs> I literally have to have picked like the four games where he did nothing, right? Probably. Like the only four ones where he I, did. It's, I mean. He's it's... the fifth leading rusher. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Last game with teams with winning records, the Commanders and the 49ers. The Commies are 7-6-1. and one. Their winning record is not going to last past this week because I think the Niners win this game pretty comfortably. Yeah. Six-and-a-half-point favorite, I think that's a little low. I think the Niners are going to suffocate the, the Commies in this game. Brock Purdy's— I think the Commies are well, going out. It's unfortunate. Which is weird because I, I think, think three they weeks should ago, have won last week. And against I think three the, weeks ago we were all in on the Commies. I mean, if the they win card. last week against the Giants, like I think they should have done. I mean, bad for the the Commanders to let it get to being down by eight points on a fourth down play. Right, you had to get the touchdown and the two point conversion. Shouldn't have come to that. But you had the potential to win. I think they could have won it if the refs didn't make two boneheaded calls back to back. Or a call and then a a non-call back-to-back, rather. I'm all in on the commies if they win that game. But not this week. No, I mean, not anymore just because they lost and now they're going to lose again. Even if they had won that last week, you still would not be in on them this week. I know how you feel about the Niners. I feel the same way about the Niners. I agree. They're not going to, just because they won last week against the Giants doesn't mean that they win this week against the Niners. But I still put them as my favorite between the Niners, or I'm sorry, between the Commies and the Giants as a team I think is going to make the playoffs. Eight, five and one, yeah, it's a completely. And then, and then, I still think they have a chance though because I don't. Well, Be- here's why: the because tie. the only other, no, 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 the only other thing team standing in their way is the Seahawks, 
who play against the Chiefs in Kansas City this week. So the Seahawks are going to lose probably. Why are they the only team standing in their way? Oh, what? What, you think we're like gonna, the Packers are going to be there or the Lions? Oh, the Lions. We're going to cut Man Campbell short, and we okay, just did a whole segment about, about why the Packers might still be sorry there, about honestly. that. Okay, well, the Seahawks are going to be out of it, right? I think the Seahawks and the Commies are SOL. Yeah. I think it's going to be the Lions and the Giants that end up with the last two spots. Lions play the Panthers this week in Carolina. They're going to beat the Panthers in Carolina. They're going to go to eight. They should. Seven. They should. They're going to set up those showdowns between the Vikings and the Packers down the stretch to try to get. Wait, they don't play the Vikings. They play. Oh, they played the Bears. That's even better. So it's the showdown between the Bears and the Packers down the stretch for the Lions. Uh, I see 10-7 and seven in their cards. I really do. The Lions? Yeah. Okay. Do you think they lose this week to Carolina? No. They're only a two-and-a-half point favorite. Division games, though. Division games. Just keep that in mind. When they end up playing the Bears and the Packers mm-hmm. down the stretch? Mm-hmm. I guess. I but yeah, I'm, I mean, if getting Justin back to, Fields is healthy, he could run for 200 yards against right. them. Right. Getting back to this matchup between the Commies and the Niners, Brock Purdy's coming for Ben Roethlisberger's record of consecutive starts or consecutive wins to start a career. I mean, he's not. Thankfully, he won't have a chance to do that this year because right. he started but so still, late. But still, to start a career, right? He's not going to break the rookie record. But he might but go into next. He might yeah. go into next year with the record still alive. Yeah. Oh, I think he will. Uh, the Commies, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. Yeah. Because here's the thing, Tom. But he probably won't start next year for them. That's the difference. If they win, right, they already have the division locked up. Yes, they are the NFC West champion. Is there a possibility where they bench Purdy in Week 18? Because <laughs> like, there's no reason to play him if they have like their position locked in. No, you don't rest Mr. Irrelevant. He needs as many reps as possible. You think possible. so? Yes. Okay. He needs as many reps as possible. I Talk about this, but with here's Matt. the thing: you're gonna you're gonna rest McCaffrey and Kittle yes, and yes, Trent yes, Williams yes, and yes, everyone yes, on defense. Yes, yes, but you still play Purdy. But he's so he's gonna lose one of those games that everyone else sits. But here's the thing: or he wins it, and that even and then that just and then that just makes you have even more confidence in the guy. I think the Niners are the best team in football on the roster wise. The, their offense has star power everywhere, and their defense is better than their offense is. Mm-hmm. That being said. There's going to be a play in Philadelphia yeah. late January where Brock Purdy needs to make something happen. And Give just, him as many chances to learn as possible before he gets to that yeah. moment in the link in late January. All right. Press for time. Let's get to our triple play real quick. I went 2-1 and one last yeah, week. Yeah, I am yeah. now 23-18-1 on the year. You went 1-2. and two. You've really been stinking down really the stretch. Have. I've been making people money. You've been losing the money. You're 17-24-1. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to catch you this year. I don't think so. Last but I week, won last year. Last week you stole the Bengals from me as your only so win. So you're gonna do that? That ain't happening this week. You're I'm picking the Bengals minus three to just demolish the Patriots. I figured you would uh, because of last week. So I'm gonna go. You were gonna be honest. You would have taken that one too, if not. That's a that's they're gonna crush the Patriots. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would have yeah, taken it. They're gonna crush. Them. I'm gonna go uh, another one o'clock game for my first pick. Lions minus oh! two and a half. <laughs> Had to right. I mean, that's another spread I look at, and I know you hold your breath a little bit. Why is it that low? But they're just playing so much better than the Panthers. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think the Lions are going to smoke them a little bit. I'm going Eagles plus four and a half, even wow. with Gardner Minshew. Okay. I think they keep it close. I like it. I think I they like keep it. it close. And if the Cowboys win, I bet it's by a field goal or something like that. I mean, it's a division rivalry, one of the most heated mm-hmm. in the NFL. They're going to play. And everybody else is playing for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's best just player the one, in the yeah. NFL is not. But still, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be a formidable— 
Zeke and Tony are going to have a tough time running the football on that defensive line. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are going to get some catches from Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, I didn't pick him in fantasy, so he's going to have a great, great game. So I think the Eagles cover at least. I wouldn't be surprised if they win. Uh, I feel like I'm going to steal this one from you also. I'm going all in on this team this week. I'm going Steelers minus two and a half. Yeah, I was thinking I, you didn't steal it from me. I think I was probably going to end up avoiding that one, but I, I love that pick. Yeah. I, again, I just think that the momentum is so in the Steelers' favor. Mm-hmm. That they- I mean, if if you're not someone who's interested in taking lines, take the money line at the very least. Right? Gonna, yeah, 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 for sure. I'm going to take a team here that I have really no faith in. I think they're in abysmal form, but Derrick Henry owns the Texans. Mm. He Mike Vrabel yeah. owns the Texans. It's in Tennessee. They're desperate for a win. It's going to be cold in Tennessee, so Derek's going to be running a lot. He runs for like 200 yards every time he mm-hmm. plays Houston. I'm going to take Tennessee minus I three. think he has run for over 200 yards each of the last like five or six times they've played yep. the Texans. So I'm taking Tennessee minus three. That's a good They'll one. win like 17 to 10, something like that. That's a good one. That was your last one, right? Yep. My last one, I'm going to go with the game that we spent uh, – a lot of time talking about. I'm going to go Niners minus six and a half. I kind of like that. I think they're going to wallop on them. I really do. That seems low to me. A couple of spreads I think that could be double digits. The Bengals one and the Niners one. And I think you're getting a lot of value in it by it not being double digit. Or I'm a huge idiot and Vegas is going to laugh at me mm-hmm. while they cover on both. Teams. One that is double digits that I'm a little shocked that it, it got to that point. Seahawks at Chiefs. Kansas City minus 10. Especially after the Chiefs were 14 point favorites just last week. Against and they Houston, blew it. And they couldn't, go, they couldn't cover that. And the Seahawks have a really good offense. Yes, they do. But and I don't think the Chiefs defense is anything like incredible. I bet the Chiefs cover that spread though. In Kansas City, I bet they just win by like 20. Possibly. It's just that it's only because the Seahawks defense or the Seahawks offense just can't keep up. They still maybe put up like 28 points, but the Chiefs put up like 40. Raiders and Steelers, 8-15 kickoff at Acrisure Stadium on Christmas Eve. I'm going Steelers in this game. Like yep. we've alluded to all episode am, yeah. long. It's too much momentum going in the Steelers' favor right now. Give me the Steelers. Give me a Steelers 24, Raiders 20. I'm, you know, Tom, we've been flirting with this number all season long. I think I'm going to finally do it. I think I'm going to go on over the 30 mark for the okay. Steelers. I'm going Steelers 31, Raiders 17. Very interesting to do that on the day where it's literally going to be zero degrees on the field. That's when the offensive explosion comes. Uh, but we, I'm, I just I'm glad we both yeah. think the Steelers are going to win the yeah. game because that would be the perfect exclamation, exclamation point, cherry on top, yeah. whatever you want to say, the ending Tribute, yeah. to... Franco week, really, because that's what it has become. Is, is It was his yeah. week already, but even more so Any now. predictions on how the team could choose in a unique way to honor him? Yeah, I think they're going to wear, I think we'll see a Franco jersey, yeah. probably by Nodge, be, when he runs out of the tunnel. I mean, if Ben were still on the team, Ben would be wearing that jersey, right? Ben's going to be there, by the way, I bet. I, mean, I would be shocked if he's not. In, he, he's, Ben's at most of the games anyway. He does go to a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, he goes to yeah. a lot of games, but... I, I wouldn't be surprised if I see Nodge roll out with that 32. A on. patch, maybe. Maybe a patch on the yeah. jerseys, too. Yeah. Well, well. Someone also mentioned doing the the thing where you kind of just let the— You just— you sh- um, oh, What was it? You you line up with 10 men, right? You kind of have that— No you, running back. Yeah. You kind of— and, and then you just like let the play clock die and then out. Have but then run on the field after that. And then the and then play. the Raiders, out of respect, will decline the penalty and just say, "Yeah, just replay first that you would hope." Right? It's Mark Davis. They don't like Franco Harris very much over there. I was you would hope. that was beaten into me this week when I talked to some of the elder statesmen in Steelers yeah. media, and I proposed maybe they wear a number thirty-two patch. Oh, the Raiders! 
Raiders would never do that. I mean, I was talking about this with Matt Williamson and Mike Prezuto last night on their show on the, on the Steelers preview. They grew up, right, with their least favorite team, their most hated team, the Raiders. being the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That was the proper team that you rooted against for if you were a Steelers fan. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our podcasts here on SNR. Shows like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, and Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob. Hey, that's us. As well as many, many more of them. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. 8.15 kickoff. Rest in peace, Franco Harris. It's going to be a night to remember for sure in Steelers Nation and a night that is going to be very, very well done as far as the tribute to not just a great football player, but a great man in the Pittsburgh community. So if you're heading out to the game, bundle up. It's going to be a cold one, but it's, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. It's going to be worth it, especially Absolutely. for all of the honor that's, and the memory of Franco. That's an event game you want to tell future generations you were, you no, were there for. No question about it. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the weekend of football. We'll be back again next week to recap it all on the Steelers Standard.